thank you for connecting to the media product of LifeGate Church. Pastor Brian Gallardo prays as this product goes out into the nations, that it empowers your faith, stirs your spirit, and pushes you towards your God-given destiny. For more information, please go to www.lifegatekc.org. Okay, so how many's ever heard the term clapback before? How many's ever heard it before? Anybody? Just a few of us? Okay. The word clapback is really a sarcastic pun. It's a sarcastic comeback when somebody disrespects you. How many's ever been disrespected in the room? You somebody, some boy at school tried to disrespect you, or some girl tried to disrespect you at school, and they said a little thing, and something on the inside of you rose up, and you clapped back. How many in the room? Anybody? Has anybody ever clapped back? Now, I know Trevor on the football field, when he was looking that lineman in the face, and that lineman was talking smack, I promise you, Trevor probably clapped back. So... I want to give you a few examples of, of clapping back that I found online, and, and uh, we're going to get into this. There was a young lady that said to a young boy, she said, you are so stupid. So he clapped back, and he said, I'll never forget the first time we met, but I'm going to keep trying. There was, there was a boy who looked at a girl and said, girl, I can't stand you. So the girl clapped back and said, someday you're going to go real far in life, and I hope you stay there. So at the Thanksgiving meal, the auntie said to the nephew, he, he, she said, you are so stupid for wearing that mask. They don't even work. To which the nephew clapped back, neither do you. <laughs> A friend said to another friend, oh, why are you here, bra? And the clapback response was, you bring everyone so much joy when you leave the room. But this one, is my favorite one. It was at Christmas time and they were around the meal at the table and an uncle said to his nephew, I heard your grades are struggling. And the clapback was, yeah, just like your hairline. Everybody say it's time to clap back. Put your hands together. Come on, look at your neighbors. Hey neighbor, let me get that clap back. So we're gonna, come on, put your hands up and do a little clap back in the room. So everybody in this room, if you're alive, if you have a pulse, and I think that's everybody, everybody in this room, uh, we, have all, we have all been in situations where somebody treated us disrespectfully, right? We've all been in situations where somebody was rude to us. We're like, dude, you're like doing way too much, bro. Like, you, what are you doing? Like, everybody in the room has seen somebody. We want to, we want to clap back and say, bro, you're so mid right now. Like, all of us in the room have been in a situation where we've been disrespected and punked, Right? Anybody in the room say, yes, pastor, we hear you. Now, I'm in no way, I'm in no way justifying being a jerk back to people, right? Because we're Christians. Christians are supposed to forgive and let things go. And we're supposed to do unto others as we want done unto us. And we're supposed to manifest the fruit of the spirit. We're supposed to be kind to people, right? Come on, young people. Say amen, pastor. We're not supposed to always clap back. But, but there's an enemy that you're going to fight the rest of your entire life. And he's a principality of the air. And he speaks to our mind. He speaks to our ear. And he lies to us. And some of you are allowing the devil himself his minions to lie into your ear and you're doing nothing about it but I came here tonight to tell a young person or two that it's time for you to 
clap back. How many's ever heard something go into your ears, like in your heart, in your soul, that made you feel awkward and uncomfortable, like you're not good enough? Anybody in the room? I have. I've heard it before. How many's ever heard in your own mind, you're too ugly, you're a failure, God doesn't want you, God has left you, nobody cares about you, there's no hope for you. Some of you have may even heard, cut yourself, relieve the pain, take your own life. You're a mistake. You're illegitimate. You are a problem. Nobody wants you around. It's time, young person, for you to stop being silent, speak up for yourself, and tell that stuff to shut up and somebody say, it's time to look at your neighbor and say, because some of y'all talking amongst yourself, look up here. Everybody say, it's time to clap back. Now give them a little clap, clappy, clappy, and say clap back. Okay, um, you have a choice to make tonight, young person, and, and I really need you to just give me like, give me like just a few minutes. Look up here, honey, up here, look up here. Y'all stop talking, come on, look up here. Just give me a few minutes tonight to help me, because this is going to help you be free and, and live for Jesus your, the rest of your life. Because some of you, the very ones talking is a distraction because the enemy don't want you to hear what I'm going to tell you tonight. He wants you to stay bound. He wants you to stay busted. He wants you to stay struggling. He wants you to stay messed up. He wants you to stay depressed. He wants you to stay full of anxiety. But today, I want to give you the tools to learn how to clap back and take authority in Jesus Christ. Amen? So every time you hear, I can't, you have to learn to clap back. Every time you hear, it's never going to happen for me, what are you going to do? Every time you hear, nobody loves me, nobody wants me. I don't fit in over there. I'm not one of the cool kids. They don't want me around. I don't fit in at school. I'm ugly. I'm bald-headed. What are we going to do? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you got to learn to speak up for yourself and clap back. So tonight I'm going to give you four things very quickly because I've got, I've, got, I've got two hours left. And I'm going to give you four things. I'm just kidding. Everybody say four things. Four things. I want to give you four things that will help you to clap back when the enemy lies to you. Number one, I want you all to raise your right hand as high as you can and say, I am chosen by God. Your, your neighbor said it way louder than you. Ben, I'm going to say it louder. Are you ready? One, two, three. I am chosen by God. I am chosen by God. So the year was 1991. Probably the only one, me and Brother Elder were the only ones in the room alive. I'm sure Sister Elder's much younger than me. But the year was 1991. I was a freshman in high school. I was about this tall, and I was, they, I was so chubby, they called me Lardo Gallardo. I had no athletic gifting. I couldn't catch a ball. I couldn't throw a ball. I couldn't kick a ball because I was too slow, too chubby, and, and I was this little Latino who fit in with nobody. I, my, my clothes didn't match. I was awkward. I was an awkward kid. You know, I, I, I didn't take a bath every single day, and I would sleep in my, in my clothes so I could have 10 more extra minutes of sleep, and I would get up, and I would go to school in the clothes that I slept in because I was lazy, awkward, and I was little, chubby. Oatmeal pie eating. Lardo. Gallardo. PE class, I hated it. I hated PE class because we would go into PE class and I always want to be the team captain, but I didn't get picked for the team. They would pick everybody else and I just had to figure out a team to go to because I never got picked. I didn't have the athletic ability. And secondly, I didn't have the educational smarts. Um, in seventh grade, they put me in, a, in something called special education. 
because they said I was too slow to learn like everybody else. So my freshman year in high school, here I am, chunky. It's okay, y'all can laugh, I don't care. Here I am, chunky, short. I look like I'm eight years old, a freshman in high school. And there's this girl on the cheerleading team. She's a senior on the cheerleading team. I don't even remember her name. I wish I could remember her name. Let's give her a name. I don't remember her name. I was this tall. What was her name? Sarah. Sarah. Okay, we'll call her Sarah, baby. Okay, so she was this tall. I was this tall, right? Chunky, chubby, roly-poly. I wasn't shaped like a pear. I wasn't shaped like a V. I was shaped like a basketball, y'all. I mean, I mean, I, I had no, nothing going for me. But Sarah, she was this tall, and she was beautiful, and she was a captain of the cheerleading team and a senior in high school. Comes up to me at lunch and says, hey, in front of everybody, I want to take you to homecoming. I said, what? <laughs> I said, yeah, baby. I said, what? She goes, I want to take you to homecoming. She said, you're so cute. She squeezed my cheeks. She came up to me, Ben, handpicked me, hand chose me, and all my friends, all two of them, they were like so jealous. They were so, they were like being bots about it. I mean, they were so, so jealous. Jelly. They was jelly. Like my jelly. I mean, they was jealous. And I was thinking about that the other day. And I thought, you know, that's just what God did for us. He chose us. He selected us. He said, I found God. No, you did not find God. You didn't know where to look for God. None of us did. He chose us. He said, I see you, Lardo Gallardo. They couldn't say my name right even. I see you, little chubby three-foot basketball. I see you in the special education center where kids made fun of you, called you slow, other things. But I'm coming for you because I love you. So now, because... Peter tells us that we are a chosen people. That means God did just that. God looked for you. That's why you're here tonight. And he said, I'm going to choose Keegan. The stud muffin Keegan. The guy Keegan. He hand selects Trinity. and says, I'm going to pick Trinity. She's taller than I was as a freshman in high school. And then he sees Titus. He says, I'm going to handpick Titus. I'm going to choose you. That means, the word choose means, it means you're favored. You know what else it means? Ben, it means means to be favorite, to be the favorite one. So when the enemy comes in and he tells you, you're not good enough, you need to clap back and say, no, 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 no. I am chosen. I am God's favorite. I am his favorite. He hand selected me in front of everybody and said, I'm taking you to homecoming. Somebody say, I am chosen by God. Say it again. I am chosen by God. See, the problem with us guys is we want to impress everybody. We, we want to impress people, but I want to tell you today, the same ones you're trying to impress today will be the same ones that hate you tomorrow. 
We, we try to impress our friends with buying the right clothes, yeah. buying the right likes on social media. I don't know if y'all do that, but you can do that. I don't do that. If I could just been get these many followers, or if I could become a YouTube influencer, then I'll be status queen or king. And people will want me or like me if, I, if I'll just sleep with them. If I'll just sleep with her, if I, if, I would just, if I would just drink it, if I would just wear what they want me to wear, be who they want me to be, then maybe somebody will see me and choose me. But you're already chosen yeah. by God. Number two, everyone say, I am, I am. Royal. royal. But you want to be royal, living in a fantasy. I'm royal. Look at your neighbor and say, you are sitting next to a kingly person. The word royal here in 1 Peter, it literally means kingly. It means kingly. Andre, you're kingly, bro. We're going to start calling you King Andre. What? Come on, King. King Andre. King Benjamin. Come on. King Luke. King Samuel. That even does sound King Samuel. I mean, really, he was a king in the Bible, but King Samuel, right? Uh, queen Trinity, what? You, you guys are kings and queens. Even Revelation 1, 6 said that Jesus made us kings or queens unto God. The word royalty, you know what it means? This is so great. It's so great. He made us royal. It means high status. I am, I am royal. I am already high status. You see, Satan wants to lie to us. He wants to tell us we're not high status. He wants to tell us you so mid. You ain't, you just so mid. You ain't good enough. But that's a lie from hell. Your status has already been given to you through Jesus. Somebody say, I am. Very important. Y'all ain't saying like you mean it. I am. Very important. I am. Extremely royal. You got to believe that. Because if you listen to the lies, that's what you'll become. But if you listen to the word, that's what you'll become. We have to clap back. I am special. We have to clap back. I'm royal. Shut your mouth, devil. We have to clap back. I'm a king in Christ Jesus. We have to clap back. I have a kingdom. We have kingdom status. I have heavenly value. In Jesus, I am enough. In Jesus, I have enough. In Jesus, I will be enough. Clap back and say, I am royal. Come on, look at your neighbor. I can't hear you tonight. I am royalty. What? walk in your school like I am royalty and that knucklehead comes up and says, hey Trinity, how you doing girl? <laughs> Turn to be like, boy, bye. I'm royalty. You talking to the wrong person. Bye. Some of you young, young men, them girls come up to you batting them big old 12 inch eyelashes. You could be like, Felicia, bye. I'm royal. I'm royal. See, if you will see yourself as royalty, ain't nobody going to get down your pants. 
if you see yourself as royalty, we don't have to tell you not to go to the club. We don't have to tell you not to smoke the devil's lettuce. We don't have to tell you to pick up Budweiser and drink it. If you see yourself as royalty, you'll see yourself as a king's kid. What? Come on and say, I am royalty. Look at your neighbor and say, you are royalty. Number three. Here's number three. Watch this. Watch this. Say, I am. Oh, I don't know if they can say this, Chris. Chris is my preaching buddy every single time I preach. I am holy. Everybody say, I am holy. Stand up, honey. Let us see your holy jeans. So let us see your holy jeans. Those are holy. And that's how some of you think you are before God. W-H-O. I don't know how to spell it. I remember, I have learning curves. How do you spell it? Holy? That Holy? The W-H holy? Not that holy. W-H-H-O-L-E-Y. Holy. Holy jeans. And some of you can't see yourself as holy because you got a holy soul. You're full of holes. And you, you mess up and you make mistakes. And so you're living in this world of, I've got to be perfect. I got to be perfect. Do you know what that is? That's a God complex. You're literally trying to live like God because he's the only perfect one. You ain't got, last time I looked, you were not God. God has a full set of hair. I'm telling you, like down to here, like I think he's got dreads or something. He, He is perfect. He is perfect. He is perfect. I have a pear-shaped body. I look like Chewbacca under this shirt, but God is perfect. Why y'all, why y'all laughing at your pastor? Everybody say, God is perfect. I am not. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you ain't perfect. Stop trying to be. So let me explain to you what holiness is, because <laughs> some of you are all doing way too much. Let me explain, explain to you what holiness is. Um, holiness isn't as much of an action is this status, that would be morality, how you live your life. Holiness has to do with your heart. Okay, I got a Jeep Wrangler, it's my, it's my favorite car. I, I love it, we're gonna put this up here, I think. Yeah, that's my Jeep. That, that's, how, that's how I roll in the summer. The whole summer, that's how I roll. I roll this way and I, I love my Jeep. My, my Jeep belongs to, whose Jeep is it? It's my Jeep. I love it, I use it. Uh, you can't use it because it's not yours. You didn't buy it. You didn't sign the paperwork. Your name's not on that Jeep. If you get in a wreck in that Jeep, I still got to pay for it because that's my Jeep. That Jeep can't earn my love. I just love, I love that Jeep. I love, I mean, look at it. I mean, look at the thing. It's like smiling at you. It's my Jeep. She can't drive it. Cause I'm, no, she can't. I'm teasing. That's my Jeep. Say, that's Pastor's Jeep. See, a lot of us, we are like this Jeep. We have to let God sit in the driver's seat of our life. We have to realize that unless God gets in our vehicle, our life, we can never be distinctly his. And we out here trying to do so much and live this perfect life. And then we stumble, we fall, we mess up, we sin. And then we're like, forget it all. I'm just out of here. I'm done. Because you're doing it in your own merit. And grace is, hey, let me sit in your, let me sit in your life. Let me get into your prayer life. 
Let me get into your thought life. Come on here. Let me get into what you're clicking on in the middle of the night. Let me get into your relationships. Let me help you out. Either he's in the car driving or he's not in the car driving. Holiness is about giving God us. So it's distinction. I follow the Lord. It's not perfection. I got to be perfect. And if you would buy into that gospel message, that's the gospel, that's a gospel message, you will be a threat to the enemy. Because see, Satan wants you to live in a bubble of shame, condemnation, never going to be good enough, never going to do it right. I might as well just give up. Because that's what we do. We give up and quit when we can't be perfect. <laughs> but I'm holy based off what God has made me. Say, I am holy. And the fourth thing you got to clap back with. Y'all ready? Yeah. Don't, don't play nothing soft because we're going to do something here in a second. The fourth thing that we are is first Peter says we belong to God. Yeah. Everyone say, I, I am God's property. God's property. Trevor, look at me. Say, I, I am God's property. God's now say back to me. Say, Pastor, you belong to God. Look at your neighbor. Say, neighbor, neighbor. you belong to God. Olivia, I know you're my daughter, but you don't belong to me. My wife, she's my wife, but she doesn't belong to me. She's not my property. I'm not her property. What? Get out of here. She don't own me. I don't have a ball and chain on my foot. Y'all are looking at me funny. My wife does not complete me. And see, some of y'all think, if I can just get with brother so-and-so, he would complete my dreams. For somebody to complete you means they had to make you. For somebody to complete, complete you means they got to be your creator. My wife does not complete me. She compliments me. Because I belong to God. I don't belong to LifeGate. Curse, I don't belong to LifeGate. I belong to God. I thought I was going to live in Omaha the rest of my life. And then I said, God, send me to Denver, Colorado, or to the beach somewhere. Can I get an amen? amen. He said, go to Independence. I said, what? I don't see no beach or mountains there. Jesus, are you confused? You know why I came to Independence? Because I belong to God. I go where he wants me to go. I do what he wants me to do. I say what he wants me to say. I follow what he wants me to follow. I sing when he tells me to sing. I, I become a youth pastor and a senior pastor at the same time because he tells me to. What? Because I belong to God. I belong to God. You belong to God. How do we clap back at the enemy? If you will buy into the fact that you are chosen by God, well, pastor, why does all this bad stuff happen then? Because people are crazy. I said, because people are crazy. And God's not in control of everything. I know we hear that God's in control. He is not in control. Who told you that lie that's not even in the Bible? We are in control. He gave us the earth to control it. We make the dumb decisions. Come on in here, talk to me. God didn't make you decide. You decided to make it. I am chosen. I am royal. I am holy. I am chosen. I am royal. Royalty. I, I'm, I'm, I'm chosen by God. He handpicked me, just like that girl at home called. Handpicked me. Handpicked me. Handpicked me. My wife said yes to me. 
with her fine self. I said, look at Lardo Gallardo winning out here, okay? Look at me winning. I went to my high school reunion, Nick. I, I, I won't tell what year it was. And I took my wife with me, and they're like, man, bro. I was like, yeah, yeah. What'd you say now? Yeah, because all your ladies, well, you know. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> you know? Chosen. 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 I am chosen. I am royal. I am holy. I am chosen. I am royal. I am holy. Every time the enemy talks to you, uh uh. I am chosen. I am royal. I am holy. But you're not good enough. Uh uh. I am chosen. I am royal. I am holy. But, but, but wait a minute. You, you, you thought you were tempted with. You, you fell into, you did. You drank, snorted. You, 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 not, mm, I am chosen. I am royal. I am holy. I wish you would believe that tonight. That you are chosen. You are royal. You are holy.